0: Good morning everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy and I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. I always save the first sip for you guys. Almost always. Every once in a while I cave or I forget and I have it before I get on here. But most of the time it's with you and it's... I really enjoy it. It's a nice little treat. It's nice to sit down with you all and talk. Today I am not in my usual office chair because Isabel has claimed it for herself lately. (laughs) I just reached over to pet her and she swiped at my hand. She doesn't want me kicking her out of the chair. So I'm posting a picture for you all of her in the chair. And it's been her spot for the last few days, although this is the first time she's gotten in it in the morning. I think it's funny how the cats do that. They sort of have their favorite spots that seem to last for, I don't know, three to five days, something like that. And then they move on and there's a new favorite spot. And sometimes they find one that's unexpected and we'll be looking for the cat. We'll be wandering all over the house going, where is the cat? And finally we'll find them and they'll look all pleased with themselves, like, ha, I found a new spot, and you couldn't find me. What's well, right, as <laughs> well. So yes, I am. I wouldn't cut off my sleeve like Saint Francis is said to have done to avoid disturbing the cat, but neither will I push her out of the chair. She wouldn't really claw me if I tried to do it. She puts on a good show, but she's actually a sweetheart. Yo, so, let's see, where are things? Where do we stand? I put up a blog post yesterday, talked a little bit about my website woes. I'm really making an effort not to get too angry about this. I think that, um, you know... When you get mad about stuff like that, the mad just kind of brews on you, uh, and it's distracting, and I, it's not worth it. It's not worth it, but we are putting together a, a timeline and a list of all the things that my previous website developer and host failed to do. But I'll work on that later today. I really want to try to get going on Lonan's Reign. I um, kind of started it on Tuesday. I certainly got the dock all prepared. You know, and to revisit, I, I did burn a little bit more than I uh, time was. Than I, I don't want to say should have. But I worked on Sunday. I finished Orias Enchantment by working on Sunday. And there is sometimes a little bit of a price to pay for that. On Monday I did the copy edits for Orchid Throne, got that done. And I thought I'd see if I could turn around and work on Tuesday and start working on Lonan's Rain. And my head wasn't in it. Um, I've got the document set up. I thought about it. I worked on it a little bit yesterday, but I really wasn't feeling it. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to take the day off and, uh, do some reading and refill the well a little bit. So we'll check and see if I can, how it goes today. Um, you know, I know this is something that we talk about a whole lot, you know, that I say, I don't believe in writer's block and other people say, well, that's because you just don't call it writer's block. Uh, it does not feel like a block to me. It just feels like, I feel like I've written enough books at this point, And I do think that's an important thing is that I know myself and I've written enough books at this point that it's pretty clear to me when I'm, when I don't have the juice. Um, and and it has to do with personal energy levels. Um, partly with the, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right word that I want. Um, yeah, it's sort of uh, having the bandwidth. I always think bandwidth works really well. Like we said among our friends, you know, we'll say, well, do you have the bandwidth to look at this today? Or do you have the bandwidth to do this? You know, and and I think before the Internet, we didn't really have a good term for that. But it's really an excellent term because it's not do you have time or do you have energy? It's like do you have a sufficient attention required for this particular thing. And, um, I can tell when, when I need to take a little bit of time between books and I've started to think that I should maybe take a whole week between books and I never want to put that on my schedule and it ends up kind of working out that way anyway. Um, but I might be enough of a, uh, I don't want to say a workaholic, but I, I do work a lot and I don't feel, um, taking off a whole week without like going somewhere or having some project. That's probably what I'd need to do is take a week off and like paint the living room or something. Maybe I should try programming, that in for between Lonan's Rain and starting Fiery Citadel. Uh, my editor at St. Martin's says. uh. Asked me about it yesterday in a completely non-invasive way. But it's funny because, you know, she it's due in April. It's due mid-April. So I plan to start it as soon as I'm done with and Rain. And I know she's, you know, worse used to working with writers who, you know, spend a year writing a book. So she'll ask me occasionally how it's coming along. And I'll just say, oh, you know, it's going well. And she said she's happy to jump on the phone and talk about it at any time. Which we did do at one point with um, Orchitrone. And I, you know, I really appreciate that about her. So I'm glad she tells me and I'm glad she uh, is there. And it's like, I don't want to scare her by telling her that I haven't started it yet. Um, although I do have notes of things I wrote down from when I wrote down, from when I wrote the first book. And uh, yeah, I don't think it'll be a problem to finish it. Famous last words, right? We'll see. But it should get turned in in plenty of time. And they, uh, she mentioned yesterday that they would like to put the first chapter of Fiery Citadel in uh, at the back of Orchid Throne. But they don't need that till May. So, that's ages away. Ages and ages. Yeah. And she asked me for dedication and acknowledgments for Orchid Throne. I need to get those to her by Tuesday. Um, she's very organized. She gives me plenty of windows. I know of many an editor, um, from my author friends who will say, Oh my God, I have to have this in half an hour before it goes to production, you know, at five or whatever. And I've had one editor who was very much the, um, this thing is on fire and it becomes your problem. But Jenny's been great. She really gives me plenty of window on stuff. It's funny with, you know, dedication and acknowledgements. I used to really slavishly follow them in books when I was reading. Uh, I would even, um, I still do. I still do. I always read the dedication and and acknowledgements. Acknowledgements are more fun for me these days because I'll often know some of the names that people put in there. When I was a younger reader, I, uh, I wouldn't. I would just kind of read and marvel. But um, Anne Rice always had the exact same dedication in all of her books. She always dedicated to Stan Rice. And she had a line that she put in there that she would say, I wonder if I have that conveniently nearby. We should see what that is. I do. I rearranged my bookshelf so that the books that are an inspiration to me are closer to my desk where I can see them. So let's see. I think it's, here's Interview with the Vampire. Okay, so this is different. This one is for Stan Rice, Carol Malkin, and Alice O'Brien Borchardt. And I know O'Brien was um, Anne Rice's maiden name. In fact, here we are, copyright 1976, Anne O'Brien Rice. So then, and then Stan was her husband, and, okay, so then Lestop, Vampire Lestop, was ten years later, or nine, copyright 1985, and it says, uh, this book dedicated with love to Stan Rice, Karen O'Brien, and Alan Davio. I don't know who Alan, Alan is, but then it seems like later, let's see, here's... Lasher. Oh, well, that's the Witching Hour ones. Uh, I don't think I... I only put the ones that were really meaningful to me. So I actually have the authors divided out, which I know is sort of anathema organization-wise. But... Um, huh. Well, so I'm blowing my whole theory... Uh, here is um, Lasher, which was 93, and she says, For these with love, Stan Rice, Christopher Rice, and John Preston, Vicki Wilson, with thanks always for her courage, her vision, her soul, my godmother and aunt, Patricia O'Brien Harberson, the lady with the loving heart who carried me to church, and in memory of Alice Allen Davio, my mother's sister, who gave me so very much. So... Let's see what it is for the witching hour, and then we'll give up on this game. I thought I was... What I was trying to say was that she always said for Stan Rice and she always had the exact same thing. But clearly I'm wrong. I don't know why I thought that. Yeah, witching hour, Stan Rice, and Christopher Rice, and some other people. So eh, who knows where I got that idea. Maybe it was clearly some sort of figment. But anyway, it becomes something of a challenge to... I, I kind of wish, and maybe I should just go through all of my books and write them down. I, I wish I had a list of everybody I had dedicated books to and, and sort of keep a list of who I haven't because it's easy to forget, you know. And um, I, I do pull on the acknowledgements uh, from other books. Also, as I'm writing a book, this has been the smartest thing I ever did. I keep a running document of, um, as people help me with stuff when I'm writing a book, I will add them to it. However, I don't always remember to write that down or create that document. There was one book recently where I like went to pull that up and <laughs> I didn't have one. I'd never made it. But um, that's, that's one of the best pieces of advice I can give uh, you all who are working on books is to keep that running list of acknowledgements Hmm. I'm looking at this angle. I can see that my treadmill cover is a little popped up. I might have to deal with that. See, Isabel was trying to teach me something. So anyway, I need to do those things. The other thing I've been doing is I had a phone call on Monday afternoon with agent Sarah. I think I mentioned that maybe on Tuesday, but, um, yeah, I'm sure I did because I said I really like this about her that she does the beginning of the year annual phone call. That's the um, Instant Pot going off saying my oatmeal is done. Yay. Uh, and we talked about a new project for me. It sounded like, um, yeah, I won't say that. Sorry. Wheeling that back, Kim. Something we talked about for me, is going to be backburnered. We're just going to table it for a time. Uh, but we talked about a new project for me, and I even put it into the schedule that I will start working on that after I'm done writing Fiery Citadel. So it's on my schedule for May. Um, oh, yeah, because it's going to be Fiery Citadel and then Fate of the Tala. And then I will, because I want to get that out for you all. So it's after that that um i'll work on this new thing but you know sarah had said oh well look through your list of copious ideas and find something that will match this we kind of we're looking at parameters of what would be a good next step career-wise for me and i'll pause a moment and say i apologize to those of you who don't really care about the agent relationship but writer wise you know there are some agents who do the thing of saying um they like don't even have a contract and they'll say contact me when you have something for me to sell um and i really do not like that agent model i think that it takes a whole lot of the work off of them because having someone who really understands your career and talks with you regularly and helps you strategize that's a huge thing that an agent does because they're the ones who are you know sarah's in the trances, in New York City, having lunches and drinks and so forth with editors, and she knows what they're buying, and she knows what they're looking for, and she hears the conversations. So when we're looking at something that I'm going to write, well, you know, essentially six months from now, to go on submission and maybe that'll go to, you know, get published a couple of years from now, you know, having someone to help you strategize that is uh, invaluable. And so we went through, you know, here's some things, you know, what would help me level up and would be a good next step for me. And she said, you know, go through your list of ideas. And there's been an idea that had been niggling at me lately. I've been thinking about it a lot. So I started writing down some notes on it and it's really blooming. It's really blossoming. So, which is good, good and bad, except that now I want to work on that. That's always the, uh, what, not, it's a, a pitfall, a pitfall for writers is that we talk about it as being the plot bunny, which you want to then go chase after it and go down the rabbit hole, um, or the new shiny. The new shiny is almost always more compelling than the, uh. Than the book you are slogging through. Um, so so this one's very new and shiny. And tempting to work on. So. But I am. This is where the writerly discipline comes in. I need to start laying down words on Lonan's Reign. Which should be a fun book to write. We'll get Oriah's Enchantment out for you all soon. And I hope that you have. A lovely Thursday. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye bye.